Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Profits in the scriptures. We ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding in the name of Yahusha, as we go through chapter 11 of the prophet Ezekiel. We use the scriptures 1998 translation to do our study. Ezekiel chapter 11, and believe it or not, after 10 chapters of very interesting information regarding that we have found regarding Ezekiel that finally Ezekiel is finally going to do what he's told to do by Yahuwah. And he's finally going to allow the Spirit of Yah to talk through him. We see this finally in chapter 11. Welcome to everybody that is on Pal Talk. I am live on Pal Talk again. And the name of the room today is Prophets in the Scriptures. Let's turn to Ezekiel chapter 11. So we know that last chapter, chapter 10, Ezekiel was upset. <laughs> and that he was upset because of things going on. I mean, in chapter 9, he got upset because they were killing um, the people in Jerusalem that were actually doing abominations, and he didn't like that. Now, let's read Ezekiel 11, beginning in verse 1. And the Spirit lifted me up and brought me to the east gate of the house of Yahuwah, which faces east. And see, at the door of the gate were twenty-five men, among whom I saw Yazzaniah, son of Azur, and Pelet Yahu, son of Benayahu, heads of the people. And he said to me, Son of man, these are the men who plot wickedness and give evil counsel in this city. Who are saying, it is not near, let us build houses. This city is the cooking pot and we are the meat. 
Therefore prophesy against them, prophesy, O son of man. And the spirit of Yahuwah fell upon me and said to me, Speak. Thus said Yahuwah, thus you have said, O house of Israel, for I know what comes up in your spirit. You have increased your slain in this city and filled the street with the slain. Therefore, thus said the master Yahuwah, your slain whom you have laid in its midst, they are the meat, and this city is the cooking pot. But I shall bring you out of the midst of it. You have feared the sword, and I bring a sword upon you, declares master Yahuwah. And I shall bring you out of its midst and give you into the hands of strangers and execute judgment on you. By the sword you fall at the border of Israel, I judge you. And you shall know that I am Yahuwah. This city is not your cooking pot, nor are you the meat in its midst. At the border of Israel, I judge you. And you shall know that I am Yahuwah, for you have not walked in my laws, nor executed my right rulings, but have done according to the rulings of the Gentiles, which are all around you. And it came to be while I was prophesying that Pelet, Yahu, son of Bena, Yahu, died. And I fell on my face and cried out with a loud voice and said, Ah, Master Yahuwah, are you making an end of the remnant of Israel? Then the word of Yahuwah came to me, saying, Son of man, your brothers, your relatives, your kinsmen, and all the house of Israel, all of it are those about whom the inhabitants of Jerusalem said, Keep far from Yahuwah. This land has been given to us as a possession. Therefore say, thus said the master Yahuwah, although I have sent them far off among the Gentiles, and although I have scattered them among the lands, yet I was for them a set-apart place for a little while in the lands to which they came. Therefore say, thus said the master Yahuwah, and I shall gather you from the peoples, and I shall assemble you from the lands where you have been scattered, and I shall give you the land of Israel. And they shall go there, and shall take away all that is disgusting matters, and all its abominations from there. And I shall give them one heart, and put a new spirit within you. And I shall take the stony heart out of their flesh and give them a heart of flesh so that they walk in my laws and guide my right rulings and shall do them and they shall be my people and I shall be their Elohim. But to those whose hearts walk after the heart of their disgusting matters and their abominations, I shall recompense their deeds on their own heads declares the master, Yahuwah. And the cherubim lifted up their wings with the wheels beside them, and the esteem of the Elohim of Israel was high above them.
and the esteem of Yahuwah went up from the midst of the city and stood upon the mountains, which is on the east side of the city. And the spirit lifted me up and brought me in a vision by the spirit of Elohim into Chaldea to those in exile. And the vision that I had seen went from me. And I spoke to those in exile of all the words of Yahuwah, which he had shown me. Chapter 11. Amazing. Interesting. Ezekiel was brought to the east gate of Bethel, which is where Yahuwah and the living creatures were at the end of chapter 10. Ezekiel 8, chapter 8, tells us Ezekiel was at the inner court near the north gate. So we're trying to figure out where Ezekiel is moving around here or being moved around. So at the end of Ezekiel 8, or in Ezekiel 8, it tells us he's at the inner court near the north gate. And he was brought to the east gate, which is where Yahuwah was. So he could see him at the east gate, but he wasn't at the east gate. Now we see he sees Yahuwah at the east gate here in chapter 11. But it is interesting, isn't it, that he didn't attempt to go where Elohim was. He just stayed there at the north gate. Then we see that the spirit has to bring Ezekiel to where Elohim is at the east gate. It's interesting, isn't it? Is it possible that Ezekiel is, you know, not wanting to go and see anything else? He doesn't want to see what Elohim wants him to see? And that, so, no, I'm not going over there. I know you're over there, but I'm not going over there. <laughs> I don't want to see anymore. Because, you see, when you have truth being shown to you, most people block their ears especially when they don't want to hear the truth. Then we see that the spirit brings Ezekiel to where Elohim is at the east gate. And what does Ezekiel see there in chapter 11? There are 25 men standing there at the east gate. And there were two leaders or heads of the people among the 25 men. One was named Yahazan Yahu, which means heard Yah, listened to Yah. The second name was Pelet Yahu, which means to slip out or escape Yah. Interesting names, isn't it? Those two. So we are looking at the elders, those who should have wisdom to give to the people, but instead they are the reason the people do what they do in the city. It's letting us know that there in chapter 11. They come up with things that cause trouble for the city. So I want you to see here the word plot. Here in chapter 11, 
if you go over here to verse 2, it says, And he said to me, Son of man, these are the men who plot wickedness and give evil counsel in this city. So the word plot in verse 2 is the Hebrew word aven. And it's an interesting Hebrew word. It means to pant, to exert oneself to nothingness, you know. They come up with these things all the time, new things, new ideas that amount to nothing. You see, they that's what they're panting to do it. They're, you know, they're they're exerting themselves, they're coming up with all these ideas, these things that they want the people to do, to do things that are wicked, were useless to the people, that does the people no good. And they also give evil advice to the people. Yahuwah explains what they are saying to the people. So. So this is what the way they are. This is the kind of people those two leaders are. Verse 3 says what? Who are saying, it is not near. What's not near? Destruction of Jerusalem. Let us build houses. Let's continue to live our life. This city is a cooking pot and we are the meat, of course. That is a figure of speech. Verse 3 tells us they are telling the people you are safe in here. Nothing will happen. You know, like meat when it is in a pot is not burned by the fire. So you see, you get the fire under there. That's, you know, and you've got the pot. The pot's the pot that touches the fire. But if when you put meat in the pot, the meat, doesn't touch the fire. The pot is protecting the meat from the fire. That's what that figure of speech is talking about. We are the meat in the pot. The pot is the walls of this city. We're protected in here. And that fire out there of our enemy that's around the city of Jerusalem, ah, they can't get in here. That's what they're saying. What instructions does Yahuwah give to the stubborn prophet? So, so you see what's going on. Everything will be okay. You're all set. Sounds familiar, doesn't it, brethren? Well, first, we must understand the stubborn prophet had just seen what will be happening to the city. That's right. He saw, you see, he saw death, destruction, you know, all of them that are doing these bad things are going to be destroyed. And it is not safe. He knows that these ones that are saying that they're safe, uh, they're not safe. They're not speaking truth to the people. And it will fall because their enemy is sent from Yahuwah and are supernatural. You have no defense 
It's interesting, isn't it? If you think back on the beginning, see, this is the end of Israel as a nation. And the beginning of Israel as a nation was what? The city of Jericho, remember? And the children of Israel were outside and the people inside Jericho, Jericho were saying, oh, we're safe in here. Our walls are so thick. And they were. They were very thick walls. And no one can get at us in here. But guess what? They didn't know, the people of Jericho, didn't know that outside the walls also was the archangel Michael and his host of angels, <laughs> his army of angels, which no earthly wall can stop them. So they, they didn't work out too well for the children of Israel to just, they just walked over the wall, meaning the wall fell and they walked over and took the city. Well, isn't it interesting that at the end here, the same things happen, but this time it's the enemies of Israel that are on outside of the wall and Israel themselves that think they're all set inside the wall of Jerusalem. So no wall is going to protect the city. So now, now, because the stubborn prophet who has not done anything so far that the father has asked him to do regarding telling the people anything, he's been shown the truth. He knows this is what's going to happen. He saw it happen. The Elohim showed him what would happen. And he was shown the truth. And knows these leaders are lying to the people because he knew, he saw the truth. He knows that Yahuwah had, is able to bring you to, um, you know, uh, the future to see things. And that they were lying to the people. Guess what he decides? He decides to do as Yahuwah wants him to do. Let's read. Chapter 11, beginning in verse 5. And the spirit of Yahuwah fell upon me. So you see, the spirit of Yahuwah fell upon me. And, and the thing is that this wouldn't have happened unless Ezekiel allowed it to happen. So the spirit of Yahuwah was speaking through Ezekiel now to the people there at the east gate. And it says, and said to me, speak. Okay, so he was given instructions, speak. And what was it that Ezekiel was to say? Thus said Yahuwah, thus you have said, O house of Israel, for I know what comes up in your spirit. So, one thing to recognize as we saw, Yahuwah does not dwell with sin. Okay, so you understand, we already know he doesn't dwell with sin. He showed us that. So, 
since his spirit was with Ezekiel, this lets us know Ezekiel is not a sinner. He's not a sinner. He's not doing those things of abomination. He doesn't care that people do those things of abomination, but he doesn't do them. And guess what? He thinks in the flesh. Yeah, he's not a sinner, but he's thinking in the flesh. That's what he's concerned with, not what Yahuwah wants him to do, not what Yahuwah wants to have to help his people, Israel. No, he's thinking in the flesh. And Ezekiel's words were, Yahuwah says, Israel, I know what your human spirit is like, okay? And so Ezekiel does this. He tells them this, you see. I know what comes up in your spirit. Verse 6, you have increased your slain in the city and filled the street with the slain. So what Ezekiel, through the spirit, is saying to these people right here, many people have died in this city and many are going to die. That's the way it is. Yes, you've killed many and many more are going to die. Seven. Therefore, thus said the Master Yahuwah, your slain, whom you have laid in its midst, they are the meat, and the city is the cooking pot, but I shall bring you out of the midst of it. So, guess what? Ezekiel's telling them, you will not be protected anymore because you will leave the city and those that you have harmed they're going to be protected verse 8 you have feared the sword that's right that's right that's this see he knows what they're thinking he knows what they're afraid of just like satan knows just like satan knows what you're afraid of he can read your mind absolutely so it says, I know you're afraid of the sword. And guess what? And I bring a sword upon you, declares the master, Yahuwah. So guess what? You're afraid of the army outside? I know. And them killing you? You're afraid of what's going on out there? I know what your fears are. You think you're all safe in here, but guess what? You will be killed by them because, because why? I let them have access to you and kill you because of your abominations. That's why. Verse 9, And I shall bring you out of the midst and give you into the hands of the strangers and execute judgments on you absolutely judgments you didn't follow what i told you to do keep my laws do what you're supposed to so you're going to get punished i will bring you from the safety of the city and deliver you to the ones outside the wall of the city 
You have to pay for breaking the law of Elohim. The people surrounding the city will be the ones who punish you. Verse 10. By the sword you fall at the borders of Israel, I judge you, and you shall know that I am Yahuwah. The sword will kill you. When you have left the land of your inheritance, guess what? You're getting kicked out of your land of Israel. Yes, you are. And when you get kicked out, when that happens, this is prophecy. See, Ezekiel is giving them prophecy. He's saying, this is what's going to happen. You're going to get out of the city. You're going to be brought out of the land of Israel itself. And then once that happens, like I just told you it would happen, you will know that I am Yahuwah. In other words, you have said lies about the safety of the people, and I am letting you know what is actually going to happen. So you will then know you had heard my words, right? Speaking through the prophet Ezekiel. Verse 11, this city is not your cooking pot, nor are you the meat in its midst. At the border of Israel, I judge you. You in the city is not safe, and you will see these things happen, and then you will know whose words you had heard. That's right. You'll know because it's going to come to pass. Verse 12. And you shall know that I am Yahuwah, for you have not walked in my laws, nor executed my right rulings, but have done according to the rulings of the Gentiles, which are all around you. Yahuwah's words to them, as Ezekiel continues to talk, you shall also come to realize when these things happen to you, that I am Yahuwah, and these things are happening because you did not follow my law, nor have you carried out the punishment to those who broke my law. But what you have done instead was do what other nations around you do. So you get it? You understand? They weren't doing what he told them to do. They picked up the things that they learned around them. Understand, brethren, this also applies to you. We're looking at flesh Israel, but you better believe that this applies to the brethren, the called out, the body, the, that you are a part of the kingdom if you believe in the Messiah. And the question to you is, that was flesh Israel. You are spiritually connected to the Father. Are you following the shepherd and what he did? Because he was our example. The Father sent him here to teach us, to show us, to provide the way that the Father wants us to walk in. Not just listening to laws, you got to be right, you got to do good, you got to not sin, you got to keep this law, keep that law. It's more than that. 
let's look at Apostle Paul's words to the called out in Corinth. Go to 2 Corinthians and hold your place in Ezekiel. 2 Corinthians. And I want you to go to chapter 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. And look at verse 14 for me. What does it say? Here's a warning, brethren. Do not become unevenly yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership have righteousness and lawlessness? What partnership? Righteousness and lawlessness. And what fellowship has light with darkness. So Apostle Paul is saying, do not become unevenly yoked with unbelievers. You, listen, it's the same thing. Israel, they started to do things like the Gentile did instead of what the father told them to do. And of course, what happened? They became corrupt. They were warned, don't do that when you get there. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. And what does it say? Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says Yahuwah, and do not touch what is unclean, and I shall receive you, and I shall be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters to me, says Yahuwah, the Almighty. So, Apostle Paul tells us that guess what if you separate yourself you don't act like the non-believers act and that's what we're talking about here see believer and non-believer you're not supposed to be hanging around with non-believers and if you separate yourself and don't have anything to do with what um non-believers do and you keep yourself pure from carnal bad things, meaning sinning. So see, the law of what's right and wrong still does apply to us. But there's more to it. That's just the basics. Yeah, you're going to do what's right. You're not going to go around doing bad stuff. You see. And and that's what it's saying. And, and why do you go around doing bad stuff if you're a believer? Because you're not separating yourself from the world. But if you do, if you follow and separate and do as the Savior taught you to do and do what he showed us to do that the Father wants us to do, then you will be clean. And then the Father will be your father and you will be his son or daughter you understand? Let's go to Revelation 18. Revelation 18. And what does it say? So you think, uh, you know, the Old Testament is just the Old Testament? No. Ezekiel is talking to you and me also. 18 verse 4. And I heard another voice from the heavens saying, Come out of her, my people, lest... Why? 
come out of her, my people. This is a choice. It doesn't say they weren't with you. They weren't with the enemy. They weren't with the world. No, it says come out of her, my people. And why? It says lest... So if you don't come out, this is what's going to happen. But lest you share in her sins and lest you receive of her plagues. So guess what? As a believer, if you're hanging around with Gentiles, doing Gentile things, meaning sinning, okay, that's the point here. Going around, hanging out with Gentiles and doing a bunch of sins. And you should be acting righteously as the Savior showed us to do, then guess what? You're going to be punished just like the world will be punished. And just because you're a believer doesn't give you a get-out-of-jail-free card. Now let's go back to Revelation chapter 2. It's the same thing. Old, new, same thing. Nothing's changed. And 2, beginning in verse 14, tells you what. But I, have, but I hold a few matters against you, because you have there those who adhere to the teachings of Bilaam, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat food offered to idols, and to commit whoring. So you also have those who adhere to the teachings of the Nicolaitans, which teachings I hate. This is the Savior talking to the brethren. Yes, these are believers, not fake believers, not kind of believers. You know, no, these are part of the kingdom. They're believers. And he's saying... You have people there in your midst that hold on to Gentile doctrines, that hold on to traditions of men, that are having you do things that you, that I didn't tell you to do, I didn't show you to do. And he says, I hate those things. You see, he told us what to do. And what does 16 say here? Repent. Change your thinking. Stop following traditions of men. Or else I shall come to you speedily and fight against them with the sword of my mouth. Change your thinking or become my enemy. Understand the Father does not play games, just like he didn't in the book of Ezekiel. Turn back to Ezekiel with me, chapter 11, and it says, and we got up to... Verse 12, and it says, And you shall know that I am Yahuwah, 
for you have not walked in my laws or executed my right rulings, but have done according to the rulings of the Gentiles, which are all around you. So the reason why these are going to be um, killed, thrown out of Israel, die by the sword, death come to them, is because they're not following what Yahuwah has told them to do. And that completes this study of prophets in the scriptures. Next, one, next time we're going to pick it up in verse 13 and see what happens. Ezekiel is finally letting the spirit of Yah speak through him. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.